1: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.
2: The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Brian Young.
1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today brought to you by Mendaco. Talk to your Mendaco dealer or visit mendaco.com to learn more about Mendaco land rollers and tillage equipment. And the UFA Cooperative, now open in Yorkton and Weyburn, UFA is the exclusive distributor of Diesel X Gold, premium fuel that improves power and saves you money. Today, with seeding underway in some parts of Saskatchewan, two farm leaders were asked if they hit the ground running this season. Elsewhere, farmers are reminded to make sure their farm insurance is up to date, and Saskatchewan is keeping a keen eye on Alberta's wildfire situation as it started early. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour.
2: This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
1: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See municipalhale.ca. Seeding is underway in a few areas of Saskatchewan, some producers in the northeast, In the north battleford area in the northwest and in the kyle elrose area in the west central are in the field while everyone else in the province should begin seeding in the next week to 10 days or so bill Probilski is vice president of the agricultural producers association of saskatchewan and he farms in the willowbrook area he says his area can't start yet
3: getting better we're still quite Quite wet here. We've still got snow along the edges of the fields and and bush lines and stuff. So we're we're not ready to be out there yet. But uh, you know we're looking at the forecast. Uh, you know, forecast looks pretty good for the coming week. So we're hoping maybe by the weekend to at least be out there. Maybe not seeding quite yet, but we'll do some some land preparation. Hopefully by the weekend.
1: Here's what he will be seeding this spring.
3: Uh, we'll seed some canola, obviously wheat. Spring wheat, uh, barley, oats, as I mentioned, and we seed yellow peas and some red lentils.
1: Meanwhile, in Manitoba, west of Winnipeg, Gunter Yoakum, president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association, also has not begun seeding.
0: No, we have not started yet. Uh, there's still some snow in the in the bush and in the tree lines, but the snow is melting fast. Uh, the forecast is very good this week and there's a slight chance we might be in the field towards the end of the week. There's enough dry fields around that we can at least try by this coming weekend.
1: That was Bill Prabilski, a Vice President of APAS, and Gunter Yoakum, President of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association, about whether they have begun seeding in their respective areas. Meanwhile, wheat futures have been falling in recent days based on a variety of factors such as an expected increase in Canadian wheat area, a promising crop in most of Europe, and higher-than-expected overseas stocks. Rain also fell over the parched dry areas of Kansas last week, but it may not have the expected result, according to Michael Wilton with Mercantile Consulting Venture. Substantial rain fell on a large swath of the U.S. winter wheat belt. The rain was likely too late to make a significant impact on the condition of the crop. On the contrary, some think that rain could increase abandonment, as soil moisture conditions are conducive to plant other crops. Wilton is unsure about the accuracy of last week's Statistics Canada Seeding Intentions report. Considering that farmers were surveyed in December and January, total Canadian wheat area is forecast to jump 6%, which would make it the largest all-wheat area since 2001. Stats Canada's seeded acre number for spring wheat is close to our estimate, but we are skeptical that the winter wheat area will be up by the full 13%. If realized, higher seeded area and a return to trend yields would increase non durum wheat production in Canada by 6% to just under 30 million tonnes. As of last week, 14.7 million tonnes of Canadian wheat had been exported this crop year, About 76% of the forecast total for the 12-month period ending on July 31st. That was Michael Wilton of Mercantile Consulting Venture providing his weekly overview of the wheat market. It was issued through the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission.
2: Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch for Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves, eaves trough your farm shop specialist Prairie Farmers are being advised to make sure their farm insurance is up-to-date. Farm equipment and outbuildings have been appreciating in value recently and replacing them in the event of a loss could become costly for those who don't have proper insurance. Blair McClinton is the farm segment director for SGI Canada.
0: Well, we could see farmers farmers insuring property at almost any time of year, but it's not unusual for for farms to have bought new equipment, uh, you know, whether it's new or used, you know, over uh, over the winter months and and having it delivered in in spring. Uh, so there there's. Uh, there's lots of changes happening on farms and they happen uh, throughout the year.
1: He says the first step is to make sure your outbuildings and equipment are properly valued.
0: Every year, you know, a farmer should have have a meeting with their broker uh, and and go over everything that's on their policy and checking to see if the limits are uh, are correct for for buildings or machinery that are on the on the policy. And, and in the last, uh, at its last few years, it's become even more, more important to, uh, to, to check this because as everyone's probably aware, there, we've had issues with inflation over the last few years, much higher than, than in past, in past years. And certain things like uh, steel, it particularly has gone up in price uh, even higher than the average rate of inflation. So. You know whether it's machinery or uh, grain bins or steel buildings—they've all gone up much higher than than the average rate of inflation. Uh, but everything on a policy should be looked at for its for its values on a, on a regular on a regular basis.
1: McClinton has his theories on why costs of machinery and outbuildings are going up.
0: Well there's a number of things that can drive what happens in the markets. Uh, supply chain issues have certainly been there uh, over the last uh, couple of years uh, and you know I think they're maybe improving uh, somewhat but I don't know that they're entirely cleared up. Uh, so we can see, you know, used equipment uh, uh, appreciating in value. And so that's that's another Reason why you need to really look at what is the value of that particular equipment. Like even if it's a ten year old piece of machinery, you might need to go check with the dealer. What is what is a uh, two thousand thirteen uh, John Deere tractor you know worth now? You know what would it what would its what would its retail price be for? And then take that in and. And use that, you know, and have that discussion with your broker to ensure that, you know, you've got the right value in place for your, uh, for your, uh, machinery. Or, or, and, and you can do the same thing with, with buildings. You, if you've got grain bins on your farm and you, and you go to the local retail outlet that sells, sells bins and you check with them, what is, what is a 10,000 bushel hopper bottom must steel bin worth and get a price for that and then, see how that compares with the prices showing on your on your uh, policy but those that type of information you can take in and you can you can talk to your broker he can tell you what types of coverage that you have on your policy and what your coverage options are and they may even tell you talk to you about some things that may be some gaps in your coverage that things that you maybe weren't thinking of insuring Sometimes a lot of farms don't insure their livestock, and they have a, and that's the main value on their farmers, their livestock. So there, there sometimes are gaps that uh, the brokers can help farmers uh, work through and help them make decisions about what to insure or, or, or not. If 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 the farmer decides to, to not insure something,
1: he says it's never too late to get your insurance policy upgraded.
0: Have a good meeting with your broker at least at. at when you're renewing your policy and anytime you make a change like anytime you have new you add or machinery or get rid of machinery or or buildings anytime you have a change you should uh, you should be talking to your broker to make sure your policy is updated
1: and mcclinton had these final thoughts
0: the number one thing that uh, we want to tell our customers is make sure you meet and discuss your particular situation with your broker on a regular basis and make sure you and work to with them to ensure that your policy is kept up
1: to date. Blair McClinton is the farm segment director for SGI Canada.
2: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
1: Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
3: After covering bearish bets for four straight weeks, managed money fund traders were back on the sell side of the canola market in late April, covering longs and putting on new short positions. According to the latest Commitments of Traders report from the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission, as of April 25th, the net managed money short position in canola futures came in at 51,925 contracts, an increase of about 7,000 contracts from the previous week. Open interest in the canola market came in at 257,170 contracts on April 25th down about 14,600 from the previous week. At the Chicago Board of Trade, fund traders were holding a net long of about 87,300 contracts in soybeans, which was down sharply from the previous week as traders liquidated 38,500 longs and put on nearly 10,000 new shorts. The Vancouver Fraser Port Authority says cargo volumes fell by 3% last year at Canada's largest port. The Port Authority says a sputtering start to 2022 caused by a weak harvest the year prior and supply chain problems could not be overcome despite surging grain and fertilizer exports late last year. Port Authority CEO Robin Sylvester says imports also fell by 4% amid softer consumer demand and overstocked inventories. But Sylvester says more capacity at the port is still desperately needed due to rising trade and population forecasts necessitating the Roberts Bank Terminal 2 project that received Federal Cabinet approval last month. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency has confirmed it has discovered the presence of highly pathogenic avian flu better known as H5N1, at a commercial poultry operation in B.C. The agency says it will now set up additional primary control zones as needed around the infected zone, currently centred around the communities of Yarrow and Barrowtown, 90 kilometres east of Vancouver. Since an outbreak began in 2022, H5N1 has forced farms in B.C. and across Canada to cull millions of birds when an infection is found. In March, B.C.'s Ministry of Agriculture says it found eight dead skunks in Vancouver and nearby Richmond, B.C., that tested positive for H5N1. Mechanics, intermodal and clerical workers at CN Rail, who were on the brink of striking in March, have voted to ratify the agreements that kept them off the picket line. Unifor, which represents about 3,000 CN employees, says its members voted to ratify four new two-year collective bargaining agreements, taking them through to December 31, 2024. The four agreements cover members of CN's Unifor Local 100, which represents skilled trades and mechanical shops, and Council 4000, which represents intermodal, clerical and mechanical workers, and excavator operators. Unifor says its national bargaining committees had been in negotiations with CN since last October, leading up to their previous contracts expiry at the end of December 2022. A deal in principle has been struck to allow transit of Ukrainian grain to resume through five European Union countries that had imposed restrictions. Bulgaria, Bulgaria, Hungary, Poland, Romania, and Slovakia expressed concerns that grain from Ukraine meant to be exported to other countries had ended up in their local markets, which was pushing down prices for local farmers. The European Commission says the deal included safeguard measures for four products, wheat, maize, rapeseed, and sunflower seed. The deal also includes a support package worth 100 million euros for local farmers. And a fire at a fertilizer plant in O'Leary, Prince Edward Island is under investigation. The local fire department was alerted to the fire at Cavendish AgriServices late last night. Crews from surrounding communities were also called to the scene. No injuries were reported and the extent of the damage to the building is not yet known. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer.
2: It's your Agra Weather Forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official
1: 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devon at 352 1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today's sunshine, winds coming from the south at 20 kilometers an hour and a high of 22 degrees. Tonight, just a few clouds and a low of plus five. Tomorrow, sunny, winds from the east at 20 kilometers an hour, the high 24 degrees, the low seven. Thursday, staying sunny, high of 24, the low seven. Friday, sunny, high of 21 degrees, and the low is seven. On Saturday, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers, high of 13. And on Saturday night, cloudy with another 60% chance of showers, the low 8 degrees. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 22, the low 7. And Monday, partly cloudy, high of 21 degrees. The normal highs is 17 degrees, while the normal low is plus 1. Sun rose at 5.32 this morning and will set at around 8.20 p.m. tonight. Looking around the province, in Esteban and Weyburn, 16 degrees, Saskatoon, 22, Swift Current, 20, and Yorkton, 17. The hot spot is in North Battleford at 23 degrees, cold spot in Southend at 11. In Regina, it's mainly sunny, with winds from the south at 28 to 40 kilometers an hour. Temperature is at 19 degrees, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Humidity at 19%, and the barometric pressure is at 101.7 and falling. Meanwhile, in Moose Jaw, part the cloudy, winds from the south at 30, temperature 20 degrees. Once again in Regina, mainly sunny, south wind at 28 to 40, and the temperature is at 19 degrees. Back in a moment.
2: You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. The grassland fire season has started early in Alberta, And emergency response officials and some western RMs in Saskatchewan are keeping a close eye on the situation as well. Alberta Wildfire says two fires combined on Sunday in the Evansburg and Whistle area, about 150 kilometers west of Edmonton. The fire is now estimated at more than 6,000 acres and is considered out of control. One home in the Parkland County area was destroyed Sunday. Steve Roberts, the Vice President of Operations with the Saskatchewan Public Safety Agency, says while there are no serious fire issues yet in Saskatchewan, it is dry over many western areas of the province
4: as well. Our conditions are similar to the ag areas in Alberta, so we are looking at conditions where fires will grow rapidly. The one large fire we currently have as an example was reported and initially to us as well as the local fire department and within an hour and 15 minutes had grown to the size of just over 1,000 hectares. So the type of fuel that we have, the wind that we see in the spring, will rapidly move these fires. They're not large, they don't contain a lot of fuel, but they move very quickly and also seem to get out of hand quickly. So if people are not prepared while they're burning, this is often the cause of fires that uh, get away and need extra support.
1: Robert says RMs and volunteer fire departments are the main response to grassland fires below the tree line, but aerial assistance can be requested in more serious situations.
4: The primary responsibility for wildfire in the south is the rural municipalities. However, they have both mutual aid and they have the ability to request resources to augment their response from the public safety agency. So for instance, our aircraft would be available to support them or ground crews. One of the examples is we do have one fire south of the forest that has occurred that had both municipal fire departments from the local jurisdiction, mutual aid agreements, and public safety agency staff were also involved in the response to that grassland fire.
1: You can check out which RMs have instituted fire bans by going to the saskpublicsafety.ca website.
2: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
1: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small-town lumberyard big on service. ArcolaBuildingsupplies.com Negotiations between Canada and the United Kingdom on a new trade deal are going well. That's according to the Canadian High Commissioner to the United Kingdom, Ralph Goodale, who says a new deal is needed after the UK separated from the European Union in 2020.
0: Getting good access for things like canola and beef, um, as well as uh, sweet corn and pork and some other things, uh, those are priorities and uh, it's, it's tough bargaining, uh, but agriculture is always important in, in trade
1: negotiations. Goodale says a deal should be agreed upon by next spring.
0: That was the, the original target date, March or April of uh, 2024. And it looks like it's uh, on time and on track to, uh, to be finished by about that time. There have been five rounds of bargaining so far. The sixth one will be in June in, uh, in Ottawa. It alternates between London and, and Ottawa. goes back and forth. But uh, they're, they're making progress every time. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful it'll come, out. it'll come out right at the end and we'll keep working at it.
1: Ralph Goodale is the Canadian High Commissioner to the United Kingdom and he provided an update on how trade talks between Canada and the UK are going and when could we expect a formal agreement. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan, Canada before seeding your canola, peas or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions. From Gowan, Canada. State authorities in Maine have hit Canadian Pacific Kansas City Limited with a violation notice over fallout from its cleanup efforts after a freight train went off the tracks last month. On April 15th, a CPKC train hit a track washout in a wooded area near Moosehead Lake in northwestern Maine, some 220 kilometers southeast of Quebec City, setting several cars ablaze. Government officials say they sent a notice of violation to the railway after heavy construction equipment deployed to access the crash site crushed culverts and caused a significant amount of sediment to enter streams in violation of a pollution control law. Melanie Loisem, Commissioner of the state's Department of Agriculture, Conservation and Forestry, sent a second letter instructing CPKC to implement erosion control measures immediately. CPKC said last month that locomotives and four derailed lumber cars went up in flames with crews using Booms Absorbent, tube-like barriers to contain spilled diesel fuel. The Calgary-based railway said three crew members were taken to a local hospital for non-life-threatening injuries and released the same day. Back in a moment.
2: Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRN.
1: Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community, and Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle, proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola is up $5.60 at 705.62 dollars a metric tonne. Number one red spring wheat was down $1.44 at cents dollars three fifty one thirty one, and the rest were unchanged. Durham at four thirty three sixty seven. dollars feed barley three forty seven fifty eight. dollars chickpeas ten fifty eight twenty two. flax five forty one ninety eight. dollars lentils seven ninety three fifty. dollars oats two twenty thirty two. dollars yellow peas four o one twenty two, and feed wheat two eighty nine fifty five. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is down to $7.83 and three quarter cents a bushel.
2: It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842 4574. Now, the latest livestock quotes.
5: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 2nd. We had a regular sale on April 26th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.22 to $1.44. D3 cows sold from $1.00 to $1.20. Counter cows sold from $0.70 to $0.90. Hefret sold from $2.05 and sold up to $2.15. Good Butcher Bowls sold from $1.45 to $1.65. We had our last pre-sorted sale of the spring on. Monday, 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $3.05 and sold up to $3.47. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $3.10 and sold up to $3.47. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $3.19 and sold up to $3.47. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $3.23 and sold up to $3.39. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged and sold up to $3.36. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.94 and sold up to $3.11. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $2.67 and sold up to $2.92. Heifers were 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 600 pound black steers at $3.35 a pound, a load of 650 pound black steers at $3.24 a pound. A load of 700-pound black steers at $3.06 a pound. A load of 800-pound exotic steers at $2.92 a pound. And a load of 900-pound angus steers at $2.53 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Wavering Livestock Exchange. The market that gets cattle and the prices too.
1: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Today they're at $184.33 per ckg. Coming up, the Resource Report.
2: This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the
1: Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local-branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. British energy giant BP has posted strong quarterly profit numbers even as energy prices that soared after Russia's war in Ukraine last year have eased off. London-based BP said Tuesday that it earned $5 billion in underlying replacement cost profit in the first three months of the year, up from $4.8 billion in the previous quarter. The company said the earnings report, quote, reflects an exceptional gas marketing and trading result. And a very strong oil trading result. End quote. Oil companies have been reporting bumper earnings in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February 2022, which sent energy prices soaring. It spurred demands that they do more to protect consumers squeezed by surging energy bills. U.S. job openings fell in March to the lowest level in nearly two years, a sign that the American labor market is cooling in the face of higher interest rates. Employers posted 9.6 million vacancies in March, down from nearly 10 million in February. The Labor Department reported layoffs rose to the highest level since December 2020. The American job market is strong but losing momentum. The Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark interest rate nine times in just over a year in a bid to rein in inflation that last year hit a four-decade high. And higher borrowing costs are taking an economic toll. On the markets, the TSX is down 232 points at 20,383. The Dow is down by 466 points to 33,585. Oil is down $3.74 at $71.92 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 73.40 cents US. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young.